You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Hello. There we are. We did it. We're doing it really this time. Technical difficulties. But you don't know that. They don't know that. Oh, we should restart that. No, they can know. It's fun. (laughs) We're back. After technical difficulties for we the last had two the, weeks, the best two-week-long episode that got deleted. Uh, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, so we're just gonna have to rec- everything we've said in the past two weeks. We're gonna have to condense it down into an hour for this new episode. <laughs> I am Matt Oren. Hey, it's Mitch Jones, and I'm Jake Becker, and we are the Broadcast Geeks Power Trio. Yeah, the Tricycle of Justice. Ooh. The trauma. That's that's the name of this week's episode. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're underneath Mutiny Information Cafe located at 2 South Broadway in the Baker District of Denver, Colorado. Yeah. The quantum realm. By comics here. The multiverse of madness. <laughs> um, feels good. To, a lot of shit's happened. Yeah, you were excited about some news that came prior to its recording. I did. Uh... Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm excited. It's just the most recent thing that happened. Uh, Andy Serkis yeah. is going to direct Venom 2. Nice. He's going to direct Venom 2, so uh, I don't know if he's going to be in it. Of course. That's what he does. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's good like, at what he does. Try and take directing seriously or something. Mm. I'm not just Schmeagle. You know what? At the end of the day... If he makes a good movie, he makes a good movie, and people will say that. And they'll and they'll say, director and actor. There are a lot of people yeah. that direct their own films. Yeah, it, but he'd be I, he'd have to be doing stunt work because Carnage is going to be in the next one. It says the actor turned filmmaker will be tackling his first comic book movie as director. Circus, whoever wrote this needs to be fucking disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Circus is officially stepping into Venom's goo. Oh, <laughs> that is terrible. You want him disciplined, but it also tickled you. I don't know. So, so what? You think that Andy Circus is going to play so, the Venom symbiote? What other uh, characters could be in there? He could play one of the sinister. The, the or, one that escaped. I forget which one it is now. It's been mm, so long. It's since Toxin. I mean, he could play like. No, a, Toxin was in Venom One, right? They're all in it, but the one that they put on the rabbit and then you never see again is the only one that ostensibly got away. Well, why does it have to be a symbiote? It could be like one of the Sinister Six. It could be any character in that universe, interacting with them. Yeah. Like what's what's perfect than a villain, who you're trying to. Like I don't know that they're gonna tie it in with. Take Spider-Man. on another villain. I think they're still saying they're gonna keep it separate of Spider-Man. Yeah. Why are they? So that they don't have to deal with Marvel having their hand in it. Oh, what? Because they hate money. No, because they just they then they have to share money. That's true. And they they already had the thing that if they made a certain amount with the last Spider-Man, Marvel didn't have control over all their Marvel films. That was like the. I thought that's if they didn't make a billion dollars. If they didn't make a billion dollars, then Marvel was going to start to put their dick in all their pudding concerning <coughs> And because they made that much money on their own, they still get to operate Venom. A billion. And all these other fucking yeah. movies they're going to do that are separate from the MCU. So Marvel Studios was like, if this movie doesn't make a billion dollars, we get all those characters back? We're going to help you run all these characters. Uh-huh. You have to accept our help or we're not going to keep re-upping our stuff. That'd be an interesting, yeah. that'd be an interesting, uh, interesting deal to negotiate. But that mo- Spider-Man Far From Home only made a billion dollars because it's the direct follow-up to the biggest movie of all fucking time. And it came out 
two months. It's after also it. it's also what they technically said was the end of that phase that saga, wasn't it? The yeah. Infinity Saga. So, I don't know. I really liked that movie, but I don't know if it would have made a billion. Maybe it would. I don't know. Made a billion dollars without being that follow up to be like, here's what's happening in the universe after Endgame, which changed everything. No, it was definitely it definitely got a, a huge boost as a result. Of Absolutely, Endgame. I'm sure they took that into account for giving them the. I, I don't know that they necessarily wanted to. But that's the point. That was the point of introducing Spider-Man into that universe. So that Sony could walk away big. Because regardless, you know, sure, Marvel, that's, I mean, it's their, it's their characters. They created it. They should have rights to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, and it, 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 it just, it's a win for everybody. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. But Andy Serkis, he has a kind of he's been in MCU movies. Yes. Maybe that's the connection. He's infiltrating. Maybe he wants to direct a movie in the next phase and he's making his bid for it right now in a Marvel connected situation. Well, that could be his perfect intro cuz what's the difference? He's directing the same characters, same from the same universe. Right. Right. He's just a little circus. I gotta, I gotta say, because I, I have a feeling most of what we're gonna talk about is gonna be Marvel related. But it's I, I want biggest property in town. I want to throw props out to DC. They are, dude. They're killing it. They are in certain unappreciated ways. Doom Patrol. I'm talking about their their services, um, their. Their ethos, so to speak, of a company. One of the things I admire the most about that that organization is that they really pay homage, not homage, but throw a bone to anybody that's been in any of their properties. For example, um, that, well, that J. Jonah Jameson in the the Spider-Man movie. Oh, right. Being the most recent, I would have to say... uh, in the crisis, Burt Ward is going to be on it, and Kevin Conroy. Oh my God, that's such. Good. It's going to be the voice of the old bat, or it's going to be the old he's Batman. Gonna, he's going to be old Bruce Wayne. Yes. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I'm very happy about that. Oh my God, it's so good. Do you I mean, think they'll have Terry? Do you think it'll be a Batman Beyond introduction? Uh, that's what I think it'll be. Wait, what? So this is on the big crossover. The crisis. The crisis on it. Is that going to end Arrow? I. Or is that like I, a mid-season point mid-season in Arrow? Point. It's it's halfway through for Arrow. And then this. But is Arrow's got final ten season. episodes, and final final they're season, done. Right? Yeah, yeah. So my my guess is that Oliver is going to die. At the end of it, or or in it, and then the last four episodes of Arrow are going to be mostly flash forward with some flashback. It'll be just Diggle crying while masturbating over this the is, layer. This is what they do. So that show relies on flashbacks, right? So what they do is when they run out of flashbacks in the first few seasons, they create a future timeline so that they could flashback from the future. So when people in the future are like, oh, you remember that time? And then they go flashback, and Oliver's in it, but his character's dead in our time. They're just going to show us old, older times when he was still alive and, and spewing wisdom to others. Oh, shit. That'd be cool. Yeah. I, li- I-, I like that idea. Yeah. I just made that up, but I think it would sound really good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read that anywhere. I'm just pushing my agenda. Hey man, you gotta speak what you want to be will it into existence, just like my plan for Andy Circus. So, in in the Crisis crossover, yeah, they're gonna introduce Black Lightning. Nice. As like they're gonna tie that universe into like no, it'll just be yes. one of the it'll be one of the universes that ties in. Oh, just like to Super get to their Girl. Earth, you gotta go through the portal. Yeah, just like. Super but it'll Girl introduce things. the characters yeah. and. Get them working together. That's exciting. I'm so, excited. So then he'll probably be in the rest of the yearly crossovers now that Arrow's gone. Nice. 
I mean, as a business, who it's great. Yeah. And uh, from a fan perspective, it's great. Yeah. And they're going to have Batwoman, too, right? Yep. Yes. Ruby Rose. Is that also another Earth? Well, uh, it's probably... They met. And it was. Black Knight? Yeah. Black they Green went Man? to that... Uh, where they meet. It was the Watcher. It was just the last year, obviously. Yeah. And where did he take them? Her and Supergirl were in the same... It wasn't the Nazis. That was a whole different world. No, 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 I know, but her, weren't her and Supergirl in the same yeah. world? Yeah, because she said her cousin... Knows her cousin, and that that they were Ruby, talking yeah. about their youth, like their world. So Ruby and Supergirl exist in the same universe. So let's say Arrow Earth 2. That makes sense. And then Black Lightning could be in their universe, that would be cool because then you really could tie into Supergirl. To find whether or not he is or isn't. So maybe they should do a Martian Manhunter spinoff. That would be great. Where he just goes. Where he works for the. He just he just goes around the country. I just want to watch. Like an X Files. A detective in Colorado, like he was with the books. Well, that'd be cool. But you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's great. I think it's great, and if, and if Adam West. Yeah, good, good. They got everybody coming. They always do that. My point is, on all the DC shows, they always throw old DC characters. It's pretty weird that they're letting Routh play Superman. I saw like a secret frame grab of that, where it's Routh and Tyler Hockless. Is that who plays him on Supergirl? Yeah, Hockland, Hockless. And then, who is is the third one? Tom Welling? Yeah. He was the, yeah, he was the Superman. Oh, God. Well, not the first, but he was was Smallville. Yes. But dude, it was Dean, like, damn. Dean Kane was Superman. Dean Kane. Dean Kane will probably be in it. He was in Supergirl. He was in Lois. Well, he's been on the show. Yeah, he was. He's been on Supergirl. Kara's dad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I mean. I'm sure they're gonna have him show up in a super suit. There's no way Dean Kane's not making an appearance as Superman if they're hiring everybody who's played Superman. I don't think Tom Welling is doing it. I'd be surprised if Tom Welling does it. I'll tell you what, though. This, for me, I'm more looking forward to this crisis event than I was Endgame. And that's not to say I wasn't looking forward to Endgame. That's just to say that this excites me much more. Well, yeah, we know, and we know less about it going into it because it's, it's... Even so, yeah. last year's event was better than the Justice League movie. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. All the events have been better than the Justice League. <laughs> I'd say. Come on, man. You didn't like Justice League? No, I like Justice League a lot, actually. Yeah, but this, you just, I just like just that better. much more. Yeah. Is it because they can build it up and it's like a five-hour miniseries rather than a fucking two-hour, like, probably. hey, all this shit happens? That's part of it. Unless you're pulling a Russo Brothers and be like, yeah, you know what? You gotta fucking pay for the extra hour. It's gonna be an extra long movie. That's part of it. Like, it definitely. Happens. How long can a movie be? Like, I mean, I know you can only show it so many times per day. So if you're going for box office return, but it's like, what if you were just like a little over three? My vision is I have a five-hour movie. There's no limit on the hard drives they use now. It's not like when they used to use reels. Change it over, Jerry! Switch reels after a certain (laughs) amount of film. Well, let's think about this, though. Be like, how how long is too long for you to be like, fuck, I can't be at the movie theaters for all this time? It'd probably be like four hours for me. I don't think I'd go see it. They'd have to have an intermission to pee. Right. Or they would have to... I think 3.05. How long was Endgame? Was it three hours on the dot? I don't know. No, it's longer than that. It's like, what, like 3.15? I don't remember. Three. Titanic was over three, wasn't it? Yeah. Longest movie ever was a film called... I just, I just feel that the crisis, the, the the crossovers that they've been doing have, have just been getting better. Better. So quality, much yeah. better. This is going to be good. 
Yeah, it's weird. Like, as the quality of their shows seems to have gone down, their writing for the specials just keeps going up. That's the other thing they benefit from, though, too, is that they get to do that world-building in the lead-up to the crisis for not just five hours, but the weeks leading up to it, too. They get to lay... lay Holy shit. Can I just interject here real quick? Yeah, please. Something? So there's a movie uh, called Ambiance, yeah. and it is 720 hours long, which is 30 days. They just released the teaser for it, and the fucking teaser is one hour and 12 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> what? It has to set the tone. That's They're going to run the full... They're going to run the film in the year 2020 on all continents simultaneously, after which it will be destroyed. You guys, we have to see this 30-day-long movie. Okay, let's all take a month off of work to go see a fucking art piece. Uh, yeah, and then we'll be fucking meme famous. Can you DVR it? No. It, mm, nope. Alright, well here's the thing. I'm gonna watch this hour and 12 minute long trailer. It was 120 <laughs> minutes, I thought. Hour 12. Oh, okay. 72 minutes. I'm gonna watch it. And then I'll get back to you guys. I'll let you know if you should watch this <laughs> feature-length fucking trailer. Anyway, sorry. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, like, what if it was a 30-day-long Marvel movie? Yeah, but even, like, those big Marvel marathons, man, I'm not in for that. I can't go to a movie theater for 20 fucking hours. It's not too even long. if you're in the Wally chair? What, what, what would you do, like, what movies would you go to a theater for for that kind of a haul? Let's say 12 hours. Probably, probably not. Do I get unlimited snacks? Can I, can I yeah. smoke weed inside? Maybe, not yet. Yeah, if I can smoke weed inside, you can keep me anywhere for as long as you want. But if I can, if I get a sober up while I'm there, probably like four hours. Right. Um, I watch movies so. I don't know, man. How long? How many buckets of popcorn do you think you could eat? I don't know. Do I get? Do I get? Maybe unlimited three. snacks so like I could get in between movies I like one per movie yeah yeah you get well I mean I don't know maybe you, I don't know how you would do that you have unlimited access to snacks well if I'm paying for it is the chair like that chair from A Clockwork Orange where they fucking hold <laughs> your eyes open make sure you see every is fucking minute is that what you minute? want or don't want <laughs> If I'm paying for it, you hold my eyes open. I want to know. You hold my eyes open. I'm not doing it. So here's here's my here's my thought. Here's my thought. Okay. Bring me that watermelon cucumber salad. You do it in a theater that's recliners. Mm -mm. And and you allow for power naps. So you you have breaks. You you take breaks in between the in the in between the movies, um, and you could just if you need to take a nap or whatever. I guess I wouldn't want to like live there for thirty days. I would do it for The Hobbit. The Hobbit, the the Fellowship, the Lord of the Rings, and the Hobbit. Look, not the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. My bad. Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit together. No, just the three Lord of the Rings movies. But that's the whole movie, the whole story. The yeah, whole yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Lord of the Rings. Sorry. I would. I've done it when I was sick. Watched all three. But that's at your house, right? Yeah, my couch. That's that's my point. In and out of consciousness, you just need a bed. That's essentially you're renting. Mm. Uh, you're renting a a big. Bed room with access to snacks and bathroom. I hate falling asleep while I'm watching something that I wanted to see. Though. Yeah, but if right. you've seen it. Oh, okay. I, I've seen the I, I've seen the, the Lord of the Rings series multiple times. I couldn't give you a number, but it's it's been a long time. It's a, yeah. And I could just yeah I could easily just go fall in and out of consciousness. And uh, like an overnighter, that would be cool. I would do an overnighter. An overnighter, that sounds like a good one. So what? That's at maximum what, like eight hours? Mm. How when do you get there beforehand? Do you like get there at like six thirty and then you leave at six thirty the next day? Maybe you go ten to ten. Ten to ten. Ten p.m. to ten a.m. Yeah. It's a lock-in in the fucking movie theater. Yeah, church lock-in. Yeah. To watch Hobbit. Or any cool series. How That's what I'm asking. Like, what would you stay for like, on an overnight? Something that you've seen a ton of times I would, and you like to see on the big screen. I would do it for I'd, the Infinity I'd, yeah. Saga. I'd max out at like four hours. 
I would like to do it for Star Wars. And then fall asleep. Nah, and then wake up. Yeah, but if I wake up and I ain't got no dope, I'm not joking. I'm a degenerate. I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna break out of here. As long as I got that sweet, sweet cucumber watermelon. No edibles. No. It's like throwing, throwing like droplets of water at a fire. (laughs) I I like the concept of an overnighter, a lock in it, so to speak. I would do it too. I'm on Bumble right now. What is that? You said nothing. Swipe right, Jake. <laughs> no, Jake. Oh, you. What is Bumble? Bumble is like Tinder, but the ladies message first. Oh, and Tinder is a, just a dating. Tinder is just a trash. Fire. I've never had to use it, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by it. It's mm. it's hell. I've used dating sites. Uh, well, obviously when I was single. Right. The. I I don't. Obviously. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's. It's weird. I'm sorry. It's terrible. It's a. It's a. It's a trash way to live. <laughs> now is it? Is it primarily for hooking up? Hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I, I like the idea though. Like your. Uh, where did I see it? It was in uh, Black Mirror. There was that episode where the the guy goes to beta test the video game. And it's, uh, they implant something in him, and they, they, they push something to his brain. And he, they could control kind of what he's seeing. Or the artificial intelligence. I don't know if I've seen that one. Adds, it's, it's like an augmented reality, but it's extremely realistic. And it can't become physical with you. Uh, so, like, all this scary shit was happening, and he was just staying in an overnight in this scary-looking old house. Nice. And, and things started happening to him. Um, yeah. I kind of remember that part. Well, anyway, the, the point of me bringing that one up like is because he was traveling around Europe, and he just opened up one of those, he used one of those apps, met a girl, had, you know, had a beer with some, some girl at a pub. Yep. Ended up hooking up with her, yeah. and then got, got kind of stranded and, and called her up and went back. So... To that effect... Seth Rogen makes a career out of making movies like guy, about guys like me and Mitch that are dating supermodels. So part of that's just that it's a movie. We are dating supermodels. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's to be expected, though. You're a broadcast geek. It's a genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> um. What are you? Uh, what are you watching? Oh, oh you're I'm, watching Ducktales. I'm, I'm fucking in love with Ducktales, man. It's and you a, only watched the second season. I've watched the first episode because it's fully available on yes. YouTube. And I think I've seen like a sporadic episodes just randomly when they're on TV. Mm-hmm. But I've been binging. I've been working my way through season two, and oh man, it's so good. It's so fun. It's funny. Yeah. And fucking heartfelt, man. It's the best Those thing episodes on TV. Where Della Duck's trying to get back from the moon and then she finally does. Holy shit, man. A pull moon. on your heart, dude. Oh my god. The moon god. people. Yeah. I have, that's now unfortunately that. the one after she gets back and Donald goes up to the moon. Yeah. Oh. That's the one where it's just like connect to your home Wi Fi or uh what is it like available for pay or rent. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so, that what's that chick's name? Penubula? Penumbra. Penumbra. Penny. What a bitch. I don't know. I haven't seen what she does. She's not good people. I she, don't like Penumbra. She launched the... She pre-launched Della's... Uh, Ship. Yep. Yep. She's, she's all around bad people. Don't like her. They, uh... The, his officer... Yeah. The leader. Yeah, she. I don't know. I think she's going to be redeemed, right? She's got to be. I don't know. Because he's the one that. He's the evil she, one. Yeah. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. So did you see the Darkwing Duck episode as well? I watched that one just because. Yeah. I watched that one like weeks ago. We just, talked about we it. We talked okay. about it. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to watch this. And that's what got him into the show. Well, no, I had watched the. the yeah, we've seen. The pilot. The 44-minute-long pilot on YouTube. Yeah. But. The dime, the great dime chase. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun one. Hell yeah. 
No, it's just called Woo-Oo. Did you see that ad where it was uh, Launchpad singing the theme song? Oh, yeah. And it was just showing clips of, of Launchpad-related stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen <laughs> airplanes, shorts. airplanes, airplanes. <laughs> that's that's got to be so much fun. Holy cow. Ah, and when did that show come back? September? September. Or when the app comes out? When's the app come out? It comes back, it comes back in September, though. Okay. And then the app comes out November 12th. Right, right, right. I knew that. I knew that. Holy moly, Disney. It's coming. Holy moly. So on a, on a sad note, because that's the segment we're up to, <laughs> I got rid of my Shutter subscription. No, that's the horror-based app for horror things. Oh, the horror. Mitch, it's 2019. They're called sex workers. <laughs> and Horrors. So I had also thought about what Jake had told me about, about VRV. Yeah. And I looked into the premium subscription, uh-huh. and it no longer covers Shutter because Shutter broke in the last month detached. No shit. Shit. That sucks, man. <laughs> so well but you know what it, it, it probably would have been more worth it for me to just have the shutter subscription than to to get VRV yeah but I think it was it's like two or three dollars more a month and you get all that kit shit yeah and I, and I saw that yeah. it, was a, it was a few dollars I don't remember what I paid for shutter it was a year subscription so you probably saved a couple more dollars I saved a bit of money one, yeah because the monthly one, I think it is like 2 or $3 more a month to just have the full Verve package Probably. over uh, any of their single channels. Yeah, it's, I just can't really. It's a real bittersweet symphony, that Verve. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Now, all I need to do is write that joke down and send it to the 90s where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in a bottle. Leave it out. It's The yeah. Verve! <laughs> And then throw it into the time screen. All right, so we're also talking about a uh, new uh, Arrowverse show. What? I don't think they've disclosed that. No, it's going to be Batman Beyond. You think? I think that's why they're bringing Conroy out as old man Batman. What are they going to do? That motherfucker is decrepit looking now. What are they going to do, put him in a bat suit? Yeah? No. You can look terrible in a bad suit. Motherfucker is decrepit. Wow. And he did the voice of that. Yeah. Of old man Batman. Yeah. I think it'd be great if he just shows up in a black turtleneck and a black blazer and then Terry flies out of the agree. background and I'm be like, fuck me. I will lose my goddamn mind if they do a Batman Beyond TV show. I'd go work on that show for free just to watch shit happen. Would that undermine the efforts of, uh, like Batwoman? Oh, 100%, because Batwoman's a boring-ass book. I read some of it. Yeah. Some of the old ones. It's fine. It's not good. I didn't care for it much. They were going for, like, what if the Bat team had a street-level hero? It's like, if Batman's a street-level hero... It's just the guy here. The villains in Gotham are crazy. Yeah, he's a street level hero that had to go global. Yeah, but they but he has street level people working. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, he's got a Robin. He's got a spoiler. He's got. And then to make it to where like she mostly Huntress fucks with the mob and it yeah. was it's just not. Well, that's like Huntress. Yeah, I've read Huntress comics yeah, Huntress that Huntress I thought were pretty has, good. Like, motive that makes more sense to me. That would be a cool show if they started a Huntress show. Yeah, that would be cool, and I'm stoked for. Batwoman, don't get me wrong. I just think of the Bat family. Well, it makes me. She might be the most boring Bat family member. Her and fucking uh, Lucius Fox's son. Oh, yeah. They're both boring to me to read. And not because they're different or anything. Like, their villain sets, the way they act, and their, their, their role in the family as far as things get carried out is just not the interesting perspective to read those stories from. Well, yeah, I think they were trying to do that with Superman, and I thought that would undermine Supergirl. But I don't know what they're thinking. Well, and, well, and I think if it's a Bruce from a different universe that maybe didn't work with Kane and 
just trained Terry and it was more of the Batman the Animated Series line of storytelling where he just had Barbara and the boys mm. and then trained Terry when he was too old to keep it going. That, that'd that be cool. Yeah. I just can't wait to see Batman's actual voice coming out of the, you know, oh, person God. playing him. That'll be, it'll be so cool to see Conroy on screen, man, being Batman, my Batman being Batman. He's the Never greatest. Again. I made uh, DePonso watch an episode of Justice League Action about Plastic Man with me at like 3 o'clock in the morning. The oh, that was night. a good one. Because, yeah, I did Plan Saves the Day, the one where he like proves his worth to the guys. Yeah. But uh, Peicher was sitting there and he was even like, are these the, are these like the same voices from when we were kids? Right. And then they, they use like the cyborg from Teen Titans Go. And, like, they use the most recognizable version of every voice they, that they can afford or that will show up and isn't dead. That's another one of those DC being good fucking employers and being good people about how they choose who yeah. and when to use people. You think we're going to see Kevin Conroy speak? Oh, yeah. We'll hear him. I don't know if we'll see him. Oh, I think we'll see him. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll see him speak. Because, like I said, I don't think they're putting him in the cow, man. He's a... Well, he looks old. That's why I think it'd be so great for him to play old man Batman. Like, m maybe they're going to have to throw some shoulder pads in there for him uh -huh. to give him, like, the V-shaped torso. But it ain't going to take much to make him look like the old white-haired, wrinkle-faced fucking Batman. Right. But if Terry shows up in the fucking future suit, dude, I'm gonna break a TV. <laughs> I'm gonna just lose my mind. Who would Terry be? Batman. Oh, it could be anybody. Batman. If they got any dick at all, it'd be Will Friedel. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. Will Friedel's too old to be Terry. No, nah, man, just have it be Terry like in the books now. Or he's like, uh, don't explore the beginning of Terry and Batman's relationship. Just jump into it like it's it's an old hat thing. There'd be there's no I like when they do that. They don't have to do that. Yeah, just like Brooklyn Nine Nine. You don't get an explanation of Peralta and Jello Trulio's fucking relationship. It just jumps in on one being a tool bag, and the other one, yeah, it just has to jump in on like the first episode opens with Terry flying over Gotham and just getting bitched at by right. Bruce and turning him off or some shit. Yeah, whatever, old man. I, I like that origin episode that was on the Justice League um, epilogue. epilogue, and where he's flying with the Justice League, and he's like, "I quit," yeah. and he walks out, and he's all he's all angry, whatever. But that was cool when they had the other characters. It was like a, a future Justice League. Yeah, that could be neat. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of cool shit that could be done with it. And I'd probably almost prefer that they not do the Spider-Man. Thing. What's that? Batman Beyond is Spider-Man. His moves are a bit different. The moves are no, but the story is just Spider. It's a teenager who gets Fair. a bunch of power. Like, but they, he doesn't have powers. They, he becomes Batman. Yeah, but they they openly talk about like that was their goal was to write a DC Spider-Man. But it it's an uh, it's a believable. Origin. Yeah, because they were, you know, three of the greatest fucking cartoon writers of all time were working on cracking that story and coming up. They got Reigns from DC to write an original story in the Batverse. Yeah. And then their personal goal because of the Bat uh, the Spider-Man animated series back then was we need to write something that appeals to kids as much as that does. It kind of looked along... And be about teenagers and this kid struggling with keeping his girlfriend and being Batman and his little brother getting in the way and there being other you're kids. Right, you're like, right. That's the aspect that that's they're going for. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think they do well to skip that and just kind of allude to the fact that Terry's been working for Batman for ten years or eight years and this is his bag now and he, he's got it down. to see a Batman Beyond movie where they fight Blight. Oh. Blight's so different than any Batman villain that's just on, been on portrayed on screen. Well, all the villains of Batman Beyond are Spider-Man villains, too. What do you mean? I mean, the, the Ink Girl symbiote. I ink? Mean, I mean, Blight being the shocker. I mean... That's Ink, right? What about... Uh, There's a Sonic dude. Uh, Soundwave? Yeah, it's... What's about the dude that, like, projects... Uh, hallucinations. Oh, Mysterio? Mysterio? 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, dude, they're all they're all Spider-Man villain ripoffs. Like they they they're not embarrassed about the fact that that's what they were trying to do. What about Big Time? Yeah, Big Time. You mean Bane? Or that's not Bane? Uh, Rhino. 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 There's the, but they were and they they're proud of themselves that like our symbiote character is a more interesting character than Venom. I would agree with that. We did a better job. Which I agree. I would agree with that. Symbiote played by Andy Serkis. <clears throat> yeah, it'd be cool if he played that chick. That <laughs> spit curl on her head. Mm-hmm. Ink. Yeah, ink. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they, they, but it'd be fun too in the show for there to be Easter eggs. For Terry to just mention stuff that's like from the cartoon. About like, yeah, but remember the time you were wrong about that old man? And then just keep going. And it'd be you and me alone at home. That would, about, be, that would be totally shway. Yeah. What about totally shway? It would be pretty shway. And then that, oh, and Nora's there in his universe. Nora. That piece Freeze. of shit flash. The mm-hmm. sh- the shway one. Mm-hmm. She did that, right? Their kid. What? Nora Allen? Baby Flash. Yeah, Nora Allen. On the flash, she, uh... She says shway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the introduction. Well, what, what Spider-Man really They're getting us ready Blight, for it. though. Blight, I oh, have. Yeah. Skeleton Man. Skeleton Man, Skeleton Man. Oh, Blight's that radioactive dude, right? Yeah. Who? Um, what's that radioactive guy with the suit? I can't remember. I'm just looking it up. Not Parasite. No, it's, uh... That's a suit. Yeah, I know. I know. No. Doesn't Spider-Man fight a, a nuclear spellbinder? Yeah, there's a whole form. Spellbinder, is that the, the sound wave guy? That's the hypnotist. Oh, Blight's, yeah. Blight's the Green Goblin, Shriek is the Shocker, Drek is Craven, Spellbinder's Mysterio, Ink is Venom. Those are the those are the characters they were rewriting. Nice. They were taking his main stable of baddies and adapting them to this kid. Because those all made for easy to kind of adapt into better story versions of a teenager. And then giving him the foil of Batman instead of just his internal dialogue is really good. Instead of it just being Peter like, oh, you doing the right thing. It was Terry like, fuck them, I get late. And Batman like, damn it, Terry, do your job. (laughs) (laughs) You can get laid in the bat suit. Yeah. That's why it's got that zipper. Those blue pills in the bat belt are for immediate erections, Terry. Whoa. That's why his heart gave out. What happened? So what else happened this last week? Uh, Preacher came back yesterday, a two-hour premiere. It was really good. Is it? Yeah, I watched it right before I came here. I stopped watching Preacher. It's good. It's the last season. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. I don't know, man. It only had a finite run. No, yeah, it's got an ending. Yeah, it's it one does. of those comic books that like ends and Seth Rogen and Evan are the kind of guys who have five TV shows on this year so I don't think they're married to like beating, hey. beating a dead horse like the walking dead folks I got over it after uh, was it New Orleans where they found her husband yeah so you watched like most of season two was that season two I think it was just season one I don't even know if I finished season one, to be honest with you. Hmm. No, New Orleans is after season one. Hmm. And they go to Angelville. Well, okay. You remember Angelville? It's hard because of the books, too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, it's, I didn't watch much. I, I really I couldn't get into it. It's fun. Joe Gilgun is so much fun to watch act, man. Everybody else on that show, Ruth Nega is really good. Yeah, when Brad, she... Bradley whatever his ass is Dominic Cooper whatever his name is yeah he's great Howard Stark Joe yeah he's bummed out that he wasn't included in uh, Endgame such is life they got John Slattery yeah that's what he said he was like why why wouldn't they have gone back and dealt with my version I've been in the film Slattery had that like one two scenes which movie Uh, he was there when Tony Stark's like 
de-aged and he's showing that technology. Yeah, he was, so John Slattery was in Iron Man 2 as uh, Tony Stark, or Howard Stark. Oh, okay. Dominic Cooper's only been him in Agent Carter and... Captain uh, America. Yep, the first Avenger. Yeah, but he's definitely put in more screen time than Slattery. But Slattery, but Slattery was, the first was in one. Iron Man 2. Yeah. He was in the flashback. No. Was Iron Man 2 before Captain America? Iron Man 2. It went Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, then Thor, then Captain America, right. then Avengers. Nice. Um, so he's in Iron Man 2. He's. Uh, not in Thor. Not. He's in the flashback as Howard Stark at the start of Ant Man. Oh yeah, in the wreck. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. He, so that's a tough call they chose. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I'd be bummed too. He's in Civil War. I like War. Dominic Cooper's Howard Stark better. Right. The pussy hound 1930s Howard Stark. It makes me wonder how fucking old Howard Stark is though, because. He's like a full-grown man in World War II when he's dealing with Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers. Right, but so he could have been 19. That's true. It was World War II. That's true. <laughs> but he already had his company. Yeah, so I, that's what I mean, man. I, Dude, he was a Doogie house. If I think really hard about like what my great-grandpa was doing at my age, it was he had already had a hardware <laughs> store for 11 years. And I killed Fitty Man! Had run fucking booze for Capone through all of high school and bought property in Wisconsin by the time he was like 19. The good old days, right? He had a vacation home before I had figured out not to do drugs all day. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Don't let that other generation hear you say that, fellow millennial. <laughs> are you are you are you considered millennial or the, what's the next one? We're both millennials. The next one is the cutoff is 1980, and then it goes back to Generation X, I believe. Oh no, but there's kids after us already too. Like Lily's not a millennial; she's there's something else. There's right? Yeah, there's something else for. There's kids. another term for it. Yeah, there's already another separation. Oh my god! And then there's there's like weird segments that people argue about between millennials because like there's different kinds of millennials. I'm uh, Gen X, I believe. I'm Generation Next. I'm the Pepsi generation. <laughs> Because I think me and Mitch are the... I'm the cutoff in, like, 88 is the last year millennial that they consider, like, both digital and analog. Digital, we're, digital we're, natives. We're like, yeah, like, our, no analog. Where we had enough analog shit as kids in our learning curve that we didn't have really digital stuff till we were, like, 14, 15, all 16 right. years old. That's true. So we all had rotary phones. We all had VCRs. We all had bunny ears. We all had, all had bikes that when when went outside. When, what year were you born? 88. 87. But the internet wasn't even readily available for most people to like 96. So I I was introduced to it in 92 through... Yeah. Um, University? Yeah. yeah. DSL? But even No, then, no, this is be pre-4. Pre, well, yeah. this T1s, T4s, all that. I worked for an ISP but for... But it was still very much a two tool years. then. Yeah. It no, was, it was... It yeah. was a yeah. tool, like a hammer. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what it was called, like UUNet. Smartphones uh, came out our senior year of high school. My senior year of high school, smartphones came out. So, like, that wasn't gotcha. a thing when I was a kid. 88. I was 14. Yeah. Huh. What was I doing? I'd just become a man a year prior. The Torah. <laughs> I, I uh, figuratively did. Um, kind of proud of that one. That was funny. <laughs> All right, so uh, 88. So you're the cutoff then? Yeah, they say like 88, 89 is the cutoff for people uh, that really knew analog. I knew analog all my life. Yep. I still deal with analog all the time. But you know what? I guess 87, 88 is probably going to be the setting for the next season of Stranger Things. Yeah. I finished it. Have you guys finished it? Oh, I'm yeah. Not. 100%. Oh, man. The next season, I think, is just going to be 86. Dude. It'll just be the next year. I fucking... Oh, man. I liked it. I, I, I liked season one. Yeah. Season two kind of put me off a little bit. Yeah, the only good part of season two is Steve and Toothless. 
I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, not even Hopper? Hopper's fine. He, he, that's fine and serviceable, but I don't really enjoy him and... Uh, I like Sean Astin. I, I liked Sean Bob. Astin, too, and I liked that they really got me... I was thinking that he think was that piece of shit was evil until right? they killed him. Right? Until the moment they fucking killed that cocksucker, they I was sure he was not on our side. They snaped him. You they did. Bob they snaped was the, evil. They, they snaped the fuck out of that storyline. Yeah, dude, I was sure it was Bob. Bob was so suspicious. I was they, with. I'm with you. They, on they that. did it on purpose, man. He, he worked suspicious. at Radio Shack. No, if you're paying like 100 percent attention to the show, like crazy conspiracy stoner, like I watch that shit when it comes out. Yeah, Bob. Bob was freed up story-wise to do a lot of evil there, yeah, shit yeah, in yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like implied a couple of times that he might have been involved. I thought he was an agent the whole time. It, yeah, it seems like he's working Until you realize, oh my God, he's not. And oh my God, he's dead. Yeah, you have like a five-minute window <laughs> between figuring out like, fuck, I've been rooting against the wrong guy. And then him dying and you're like, oh, wow. I got to go outside and have a cigarette after this episode. I- I agree. Yeah. I thought he was just a corny ass motherfucker all along. But yeah. Oh, he was. I mean, until his dying breath. I, I, I think it had a bunch of fun aspects, but the only thing that kept me really watching the second season was Stephen Toothless. Right. And then the third season, I like. It's phenomenal. Justin. Everybody's, everybody's better in the third season. Dude. The only thing that upsets me is that kid that looks like a Cabbage Patch doll with muscles getting, like, every mom in the neighborhood to want to fuck him. There's a bunch of other hot dudes. He does Yeah, there's a bunch of other hot dudes walking around that pool. I don't understand why he's the one that they all think is slinging dick. It's really weird. Because he's the bad boy with the command. Yeah, you know how, like, strawberry blondes with pasted-down hair were just pulling all that ass in 85. That's historically accurate. Yeah, dude, because they all thought he was Brad Michaels. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it got good for redheads. What was his name? Jimmy? Five no. years. Billy. Billy. Yeah, Billy. I'm a, oh a, man, a midway, not even midway through. Ah, oh, but the, we won't spoil it for you. No, go ahead. I feel like we already have. Yeah, and the internet's doing a pretty bad job. It's fine. Time. You know, I, I'm just waiting to watch it with with my wife. It's and that's the kind of show where like. So much of it is about the relationships and, like, the action happening that even knowing what... I don't think knowing the beginning and end of a Stranger Things season would ruin watching it for me. Yeah, I mean, don't you don't have to ruin it. No, but you know what I mean. I like, do. That oh. The fun of Stranger Things isn't in, like, the twists and turns as much as it is watching a bunch of teenagers deal with these twists and turns. Uh, I agree to disagree. Like... I, like the CW shows hurt more for me if I know what's about to happen where I'm like I don't care to watch I definitely this if I know that Nora's doing whatever by the end of the episode I can just watch the next one I would agree with that but I can watch Toothless try to radio his girlfriend and that's going to be a great moment I, I haven't seen that that's in the first episode Oh, he tries, but doesn't try. he, no, doesn't he get it Like later? the other one? That's in the last episode. Yeah. Oh, I just have to wait till the end. It's it's a pretty great moment. Um, Man, I I went from like basically not giving a fuck about this show at all and watching it begrudgingly so we could have something to talk about to being like, holy shit, when season four? I, I want it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It is so good, man. Like, I... I I've... Shame on me for ever doubting it. Like, How would you classify Stranger Things? I like season one. Didn't like season two. No, Loved I mean, season three. Like you don't like Horse and Sword, or or do you? But what what would you classify Stranger Things? Oh, it's definitely oh, it's creature feature. Yeah. Creature feature. Okay. Fantasy. Like I'm gonna start watching feature. Swamp Thing, and I'm, that's kind of in the same vein as Stranger Things. Right? I would agree with that. It is. It's Stranger Things where the kids are thirty. Body horror, pretty much. Stranger Things and the kids are 30. And they're older. They are The older. parents aren't helping shit. <laughs> Man. Uh, and Abby Arcane is a smoke show. I'm really behind on that as well. I, I just... What show is that? Swamp, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yeah, good old Abby Too bad Arcane. It's, it's canceled. You know, I'm hoping that DC might be willing to revive it if there's enough fanfare. I think it, I think it was a bad move for them to admit that it was canceled before it came out. Right. Why not? I think that was a really bad move because they could have gauged interest and determined whether or not it was worth making like 
a special next year and then jump starting Justice League Dark, which they were hoping to do after two or three seasons anyway. There were just a lot of other ways out of that quagmire, I think, than admitting publicly, like, oh, it's canceled already. Because I don't think it's getting the eyes on it, talking to people upstairs and stuff, that it would be if people thought there might be a future in watching it. There's just so much to stream now. Why, why start something that you know is not going to finish the story and not going to keep going? Yeah. I get that. But Swamp Thing's fucking amazing, man. Well, why not just use the character in other things now they, that they've introduced him to the world? They might totally do that, too. And then you could you can get the the effect of a Swamp Thing uh, appearance without all the other characters that you don't have to write stories about. Heck, yeah. I mean, I know that sounds shitty. No, I think they could jump right into Justice League Dark. I think it also just depends on where this season ends, how much of a cliffhanger it is. Mm-hmm. So the season hasn't watch. ended yet? No. Oh, so you don't know? Okay, okay. Good, good, good. Or if it did, I haven't seen the last episode. I'm, I'm behind. I don't. Behind. How many episodes of Stranger Things have you watched up to? I've watched... I've watched where Billy and the messed up girl, oh, the, the lifeguard, yeah. kill her parents. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, that one's crazy. Oh, just fucking... <laughs> Beans him right on the head. Yeah. With that fucking wine bottle. So yeah, I, I that's I think that was the last one I watched. Other things that I remember, uh, they they are tracking or looking for Russian spies. Yeah. Uh, I like all that can't interaction. Spell, can't spell America without Erica. I mean, maybe there maybe that's too far in. I don't remember. It might be touch past phrase. You know what? It definitely made me want to go to the mall. Yeah. I loved the mall as a kid. Uh, no, but it I made me want to go to the food court pretty bad. What mall? Yep. Uh, Flatirons Crossing or the Crossroads Mall in Boulder, RIP. Been torn down. Yeah. Uh, I used to go to the Westminster Mall a lot. I was a mall rat. Uh, I liked going to the you mall. You and your buddies all go to the mall? Yeah. Nice. What were your stories? GameStop, Electronics Boutique, yeah, uh, R.I.P. Um, <laughs> Brookstone, yeah, get some massages, Spencer's, you go in Spencer's, Spencer's for sure, Hot Topic. Oh, yeah. I didn't go to they Hot got Topic. All the, they got see. all the cool shirts. Yeah, dude, that's fair. I did go for that. You need a shirt that's two sizes too tight, but fuck it, it's black, so whatever. I still wear mine. You're this, wearing the this Southwest Chief. This one fits perfectly. This is the Southwest Chief. Bicycle yeah. Comedy great Festival. Time. It'll have a different name if it happens next year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, they got these things called cease and desists. Oh, Mamma Mia. Really? Yeah, they, they had let us use the name last year, and they're just saying not again. They've been trying to cancel that the train Krauth line. The Rest Reef. Really? Yeah, Amtrak's been trying to cancel that train line, and really the only people inside of Amtrak who wanted us to do that were the people who worked that line to try to build interest. Mm. And Amtrak corporate this year told us no more, because I think they're going to kill it, and they don't want any press surrounding it right before they kill the line. Aww. Hey, man, Trinidad Comedy Festival works just as well. It sucks for the town, because the town now has... Well, the thing is, is that they're developing revenue from all the cannabis. Whether oh, yeah, they want to admit... But it's they, they weren't making any... The town was making very little money on the train. Other no, than no, but... We had. What, I'm, what I'm getting at, though, is that the town was building up enough revenue from cannabis, and then they could establish themselves as some kind of a destination town for whatever purpose, and a train stop from those two major cities could be really cool. Yeah. I, that, that train... Is uh, pretty much only written by people with like death, deathly fears of airplanes Flying. that are doing business between LA and Chicago. It's not even like a popular vacation drink. Hmm. Could be. It, yeah, it runs through pretty ugly parts of America. <laughs> it's a very plainsy ride. How many does it make? A bunch of stops? Uh, not a bunch. It makes like one or two a day, and they're quick stops. It's like pick people up, keep fucking moving. Yeah. 
there's that's no, cool. There's no yeah. There's no like twenty minute stops. I think we're gonna try that one year as a, as a family. Yeah. Take Go a train to, to like Chicago. Yeah. Visit some friends. Maybe rent but a car like and a, drive to Detroit. There's a pretty route from Denver to Chicago that takes a different route than that train. Mm. That one just that is as quick as you can. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That would be the one I went. The sleepover trains. Um, yeah. There's that Canadian really someone that on this train. Supposed to be that would be really cool. I don't want to do that now for multiple reasons. Yeah. Financially, kids. Kids' age. Yeah. I'd love to go do the Orient Express. Oh, I saw a funny movie over the over the. I call it a break. I had a little vacation. But, uh, murder mystery. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. Adam well, Sandler and, like and Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. It's pretty. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. Yes. And it's it's pretty good. Nice. Well, wait a minute. Dude, they're really yes, funny together. It is. Yeah, it was. Just go with it. It's a pretty solid movie. I've seen it. I don't think I've seen that. Is that's that a Netflix one? one? No, that's when he was still releasing them in theaters. But that's him and Jennifer Aniston, and they pretend to be married in Hawaii. Oh, I remember. And Nick Swartzen's in it. Yeah, I remember trailers for that. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. I also watched a movie the week of. And it was weird. It was, um, who's that comic that used to write for Saturday Night Live back in the day? Robert Robert Smigel. Okay. He directed this movie where Adam Sandler is the father of the bride. Yeah. And... Chris Rock, and and he's a he works for uh, he works for a, a, a contracting company, uh, like construction. Okay, I, I, I believe. And Rock's the Chris father Rock of the groom. is is the father of the groom, and he's this high price surgeon in L.A. Heart surgeon. Nice. And Adam Sandler has to pay for everything for the wedding, and he doesn't have very much, but you know they're having it at that uh, veterans. Oh, it's it's a comedy, obviously, with yeah. that cast and there. Steve Buscemi is. You should watch this movie. That's a week of. Fun. Yeah, it's a little dry because it's Smigel, like I said, but it's really funny at times. Yeah, there's a lot of good humor in it. Hell yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, there's a couple people in it. There's that also that dude, who's the dude that sold the weapons on the Daredevil, Luke Cage, who's the guy that was in all those shows and he was Uh-oh, a gar- arms dealer. Turk. 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 He was in the movie. Yeah. He was funny. So he's keeping them all at this hotel. It's a two-star hotel. So he keeps telling everybody. And uh, everyone that comes there, there's a problem with the room. So he's like, you can just stay at our house. He has like 40 people staying at his house for a week prior to his daughter's wedding. And everything is falling apart. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. It's, it's very funny. The week of. Yeah, I recommend that. Watched it with my my mom and my wife. Nice. Yeah. The week of. The week of. All right. Well, what else we got? Uh, I'm glad we talked DC. I don't feel like we talk enough DC, except you know we try to throw in the CW show. I really want to watch uh, Hush. Oh yeah. Dude, Hush is crazy. I still haven't seen Batman versus TMNT. Neither have I. I'm waiting for it to be more accessible. I, uh, I don't know how much more accessible they're. It's blue, you can get a Blu-ray DVD combo. It's already out on DVD. Then I'll get it from the library. Yep. Blu-ray DVD digital download combo pack. Oh really? How much? I might uh, just buy it. Twenty-four bucks. Okay. It's worth it. That and when is Hush? When is that out? It's out. Oh. It comes out on DVD like Tuesday or something. Tuesday, but it's out on digital. It's been streaming. Yeah, I bought it. Straight like. DVD. That's ago. that's dope, dude. I uh, I've been seeing clips online of it, dude. It is different than the book. By how much? A lot. Oh. Not till about the halfway point in the story will you see that it's different. Kind of like uh, Killing Joke. Except it's done well. Mm. I don't even want to talk about how disappointed I was in the this, and it's different, but. The way they made it different so that it'd stay in the continuality of the DC animated universe movies and like not I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but the what what they do different and how they did it is fucking dope. Is Hush still Tommy Elliott? Oh 
Okay, well then I just no. I'm my yeah. investigative journalism and that's, skills. And now that you've asked, that's the weird point in the movie is they show it's a Robin. They show Elliot dead. No, oh. and you're like, wait, what the fuck am I watching? Because everything else has been following the book beat for beat for beat, and then all of a sudden you see his body, and you're like, wait, is it Joker? It's a continuity. I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything else. I think they just didn't really also want to introduce Hush to the universe. I think they wanted Hush to be a self-contained story. To be Hush. Yeah. But it's... It's it's a way better handling of doing something to make a storyline fit their universe than I've seen them do with anything that's this big of a story. Hmm. It's really cool. The twist is fucking cool. And where is it available on... On Xfinity, anywhere you can download stuff. It's on Xfinity. I'll look it up. I'll look it up on my Roku, and it'll tell me where I can most likely purchase it. Roku! That is exciting! Yeah, man. Well, I was also... Have you seen that? Does anyone use that Redbox? Do you ever use Redbox in general? I've Mm -hmm. used it, but not in years. Yeah. There's like a Redbox app. And it accesses all the all the movies that when they come out. Nice. So yeah, I guess it's an interesting concept. Still able to make money on renting out movies. Yeah. I just get it from the library, so I can watch it, not own it, let it be out there. All right. Well, you got anything you want to throw out there for our listeners to think about? Oh, that new. Uh What's old Dick Breath, Botox Master? Dick Breath, Botox Master? William Shatner. Thanks for repeating it back to me. That's all I need. Uh, William Shatner is a. Uh, <laughs> William Shatner's got a new show about unexplained wow. stuff on History Channel that I also watched today that is very entertaining. He is the narrator. Oh. It's real special to hear. Doesn't he have, did, did he have a show with a couple other guys? Like Henry Winkler and oh, was he on that? Was he one of the four? There was like four old dudes. I don't think he was. I think Henry Winkler was the weird one on that show. I think the rest gotcha. of them were like athletic, older men. Like George Foreman. Yeah, and like another old athlete. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think the one that was like a foo foo guy was, and and that show was very fun. I watched a couple episodes with my mom when she wasn't feeling good. And it's hilarious to watch Henry Winkler be a sweet little crazy old Jewish man at like a hotel counter while everybody else is like a well-adjusted Hollywood star. Right. He's like, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. Oh, this is a wonderful establishment. How many pillows can I have? <laughs> <laughs> I like Henry Winkler. <clears throat> Always have. Yeah. Even, you know, of course, it's Fonzie. I, I got so much respect for a guy who will refuse to ref- learn to ride a motorcycle over that many years of a TV show. Just he, tell producers to go suck a dick. He never learned how to ride a bike and didn't ride a bike on the show? No. They had to tow it on a trailer. In any scene you see the Fonzie riding a motorcycle, they're either pulling it on stunt, cables. Or it's a stunt person. No, it was always him. They'd have to balance him on a bike and then pull it on cables or drag it on a trailer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. It's not that hard to learn how to ride a bike. He just didn't want to. Nope. Wouldn't do it. Good for him. Wasn't interested. Good for him. <laughs> not a full method actor. Uh, fuck no. I just watched The Waterboy the other night. Apparently it was an Adam Sandler uh, week. week. Yeah. yeah. You got your <laughs> Sandler fix in. Have you seen his new special? You know, it's, it's funny that you say that because I wanted to show as uh, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison because she's, she's never, never seen them. What? That's what she says. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. That's Norm MacDonald's finest role. <laughs> I think uh, Billy and his girlfriend are playing some water polo or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're playing Marco Polo, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love those movies. I think they're... They're fucking amazing. I think they're great. You know, for all the shit... I've said this many a time. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. Oh, this or, could be breaking. But for all the shit Adam Sandler gets for making his movies... Yeah. you got to give it to him that he's never... He's never employed the obvious cash grab of Billy Madison 2, Happy Gilmore 2... Right. Or some sort of monstrositous version where they meet each other and he plays both roles. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. I do. Re- I and I respect that all the all the animated sequels, all the not count. wonderful right. movies he's made, are mostly to employ his friends. Right. Like that's a that's a good reason to put out half-assed art if it's to just pay everybody you love. Yeah. What about that cool. guy who? Uh, hey. Uh, in uh, Grandma's Boy. Alan Covert. Is that his name? The main guy from Grandma's Boy. Yeah. He's also the hobo in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. What do you think? Inslanting left. Nah, just oh, that's that way. Because you only got one shoe on. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's all like the, there's like a bunch of dudes that have a career. And he's the gay couple and Big Daddy. He's also yeah. He yeah. is. He's, he's also, the friend in the wedding singer. Yep. He's the friend in or he's the roommate in Little Nicky. Dante's in a bunch of that shit. Yeah. Dante, yeah. Dante's in a lot of I also like the movie Deeds. You ever seen that movie? Mr. Deeds? Yeah. It was just called Deeds, but With it was... John Tritaro? As the, the butler? butler? You gotta... Yeah. Yeah, he was great in that. That's a good movie. Mr. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. It went on a rider. Is in it, too. A, yeah. And it's a remake. And that other guy. Comedy. And that other guy, the guy who's like the, uh, the TMZ type personality. Oh, that's Alan Covert, isn't it? No. Mm. That's a different dude. I don't know that guy's name. But we should we should leave it at that. What's your favorite Alan Covert film? <laughs> or Billy Madison or um uh Adam Sandler. Yeah. A Happy Madison production. Happy Madison. I don't know, man. This I'm episode was brought to you by Happy Madison Productions. Yeah. Great googly moogly. Are you too good for your home? <laughs> Go to your home. Yeah, Gary Cooper was in the original Mr. Deeds. Mm. And Jimmy Stewart. He was, that was his uh, Mr. Deeds Goes to Washington. No, that's Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. That's Mr. You're Smith. right. My it, bad. It's, but it is Mr. Deeds Goes to Town is the title of the movie, so your brain was on a, it was Fair on a, enough. It was on a train leaving the All station. Right. Well, speaking of leaving the station, we're going to take off. Excelsior. 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 Excelsior.